0: I think I may have done it. I think I may have actually had too much coffee today because I cannot, like, my brain is going too fast. I can't slow down. Like, I can't catch up to it, and I can't slow my brain
1: down. You are uncharacteristically jittery today.
0: I feel like I, uh, have a hard time trying to, like, my brain wants to keep saying all these things, and I'm like, wait, what? Okay, but the next thing? What about that? Um... So part of it is probably because, you know, normally I go down and I get my normal, you know, my normal Milky Way latte maybe, you know, maybe if I'm feeling like I don't want it to be anything super special, I may get an addiction, which is just espresso and milk. Um, See, the thing is, is I had a Milky Way today already, which, you know, it's not unheard of for me to have a second coffee. Yeah. Um, But when I went back down for the second dip into the water, I was like, you know, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll get another, I'll get an addiction. So, yeah, then I got a, a big boy one. So it was a lot of a lot of espresso, more mm-hmm. than normal. And uh, you know, I'm just, I'm feeling it. I've had a lot of water to try to counteract my my chemical imbalance that I'm 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 like I'm trying not to shake right now. Yeah, this is. I drank that coffee like an hour ago. Like it's... when you got here. Which was, from us recording this, at least an hour, right? I suppose. What time do you think you got here? I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah, well, we'll just say an hour. Sure. I feel like we watched like eight Christmas movies.
0: We did watch too many Christmas movies. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Jingle All-The-Way. Is that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that movie.
1: Mm. Or uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I think that counts.
0: I mean... And for some people, it definitely, it definitely does. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Past Control Podcast. Each and every week, a few best friends sit down and chat about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, each and every week, we have a delicious new episode of the Past Control Podcast for your ears on every type of Podcast platform you can think of, wherever you listen to shows, we're there. And if we're not, let us know. And we'll we'll get there. But we are in a lot of places that you listen to things on the commute to work. You know, maybe you're at the gym. You know, may, sometimes myself. Sometimes you know, I I throw a podcast on when I'm going to bed, and then when I get up to go to work and I get my start, I get my commute going. I restart that podcast back until i'm like oh, okay I, I think this is where i fell asleep do you ever do that
1: no i don't listen to podcasts when i go to sleep
0: um interesting interesting we'll use that word ladies and gentlemen as always i am your host brendan groom joining me on this fine saturday evening is the anime senpai himself mr michael r desire Really
1: slowed down there at the end. I you like had all this coffee energy, and then once you started talking about like, yeah, you can find us on every single platform. Like you, you fell apart.
0: I'm trying to. I'm trying to slow myself down. Like I'm trying to come down from this caffeine rush that I'm on, or something. Uh Or I mean, listen. If I just stop talking at some point and my stare gets like dead, and you know maybe I stop breathing. Yeah. You know, may- maybe my heart stopped, Mike. I don't know. Ten miles stare. But how are you doing on this fine? It's pretty fucking chilly out. I don't know yeah. about you, but I'm, I'm a little chilly. It's cold. Uh, how are you doing on this lovely evening? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I mean, that I kind of sums it up. Did you play any more Fortnite today? No. Uh, I did. I'm not surprised. I did a lot. I played more after you got off last night, too.
1: Still not surprised.
0: To prep everyone listening, if the title of this episode wasn't clear, or if you're watching us live on Twitch right now, and you're not sure what's about to happen, even though there's also a title there, we are going to talk about Star Wars Episode Nine, The Rise of Skywalker. In full detail, our thoughts, spoilers, nothing is off limits here, so if you haven't seen the movie, or if you don't want to listen to spoilers or whatever. This is your one and only chance to turn this off and revisit this episode at a later date when you have watched the movie. Last chance. If we end up divulging on other topics later in the show, I'll make sure to leave those in the show notes so you can always skip to that part of the episode, but the plan, as of right now, is to just talk about The Rise of Skywalker, so if you are not down with that plan, haven't seen the movie yet, stop what you're doing, go buy your tickets, and go see that shit.
1: Alternatively, you can also see Cats.
0: You could also see Cats, and we might, at some point during this episode, just stop recording and go see Cats.
1: Yeah, it's it's possible. I'm
0: also down to see Cats after this. Like, I, like, I know we were kind of, like, maybe kind of joking about seeing Cats. Smidge. But I'll also go see Cats. I'd buy it. Like just just so we're aware of our options. I mean, look up tickets. Just yeah. look up times. Like see see what our options are. Uh, we'll be done with this around nine o'clock. You tell me if we have the ability to see cats tonight. Because I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed. I may not stay for the whole thing, but I wouldn't be opposed. I I really just want popcorn.
1: I mean, there's there's a showing at nine thirty.
0: That's the latest one.
1: That's the only one.
0: Oh man, this movie's not doing well. <laughs> is it because you're using this Adams ticket, or is that?
1: I mean, it's it's pulling up Liberty Tree for us, which would uh, be the one at Go.
0: Yeah, I don't want to drive to Revere. I don't want to drive to Revere for a Cats. Yeah. Uh, well, let me see what's happening tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. I, All right, yeah. Hit me up with tomorrow. Hit me. Hit me with that tomorrow. Goodness, should we go not- see a matinee? I mean, do you want to go tomorrow at, like, 10.15 and see a fucking mad name, Mike? Like, $6 tickets? I I don't know if
1: I can get up that early for cats.
0: All right, fair enough. What if it was your cat?
1: Even then, I would still lay in bed, and eventually they would give up and just lay in bed with me.
0: What if it was your cat in cats?
1: I would reprimand them.
0: Fair enough. What if it was your cat in cats with bad CGI? I
1: would still reprimand them. All
0: right, ladies and gentlemen, forget what I said. This is now a cat's... Spoiler cast? I don't know anything about cats.
1: Yeah, um uh up until I saw the trailer for the movie, I was never quite clear if Cats was like a musical about regular-sized cats that were being portrayed by human-sized people or if it was like a Planet of the Apes type deal where like it was a planet of human-sized cats. I was I was sketchy on the details.
0: Do you know the answer cuz I don't?
1: I I want to say it's the former but I'm still not too sure because I guess these cats were wearing clothes or some of them were and some of them aren't. Uh, I think there's a prostitute cat which doesn't change much of anything.
0: So is this just Rent but with cats?
1: I didn't see Rent either but maybe. Maybe all musicals are the same.
0: Just with cats.
1: Just with different, like, sometimes it's about cats, sometimes it's about people in an apartment building that they're trying to keep, sometimes it's about um, Alexander Hamilton, but essentially they're all the same.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Those are the three musicals I know.
0: Now, we are going to actually talk about Star Wars, but before we do that, should we see cats and then do a spoiler cast, but call it Spoiler Cats?
1: We shouldn't do all those things. We can, but we really shouldn't.
0: If we see Cats, we're 100% gonna do, like, a 15-minute spoiler cast. Because I'm not gonna talk about... I mean, again, you never know. Maybe we go see Cats and it fucking blows our fucking mind. How can
1: you do a spoiler cast for a movie based off of a well-known musical that's existed for a few decades? You're right,
0: Mike. It's a well-known musical that's existed for a long time. Do you know the plot of it? No. I don't either.
1: Yeah, but that's on us. Like, there's no reason to be like, hey, listen, guys... If you haven't seen, like, we had ample opportunity. We just chose not to.
0: Listen, if you listen to this show for some godforsaken reason, and you've heard us just talk about Cats, and are, we are we don't know anything about Cats, but it's existed for a long time, Mike thinks if we did a spoiler cast, it wouldn't work, because whatever, people know the plot. If you listen to the show, at me, or at Pass Control, or at Mike, and let us know if you know don't the me. plot of Cats. I want to know if you know, because I don't. I don't know anything about cats, other than (laughs) it it involves cats in some form. Cats are there. Cats are definitely there. But let's move right along into our thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Now, before we get on to the movie itself, what is your overall Star Wars... Like, like where where do where does Michael fit into? Or I guess how do you like how does Star Wars fit into your nerddom?
1: Can you answer that question first, and I'll figure out what that (laughs) means.
0: I guess the way maybe I'll phrase it. Maybe my phraseology is that a word. I'll I'll change how I ask the question. For you, like, like I would say that for me. I love Star Wars. Like I would put Star Wars up as like one of my favorite like nerd culture pop culture things, mm-hmm. to the point where I love the movies and I care about Star Wars, but I don't really venture off into additional media. Okay, uh, besides the Mandalorian, I guess. But like mm-hmm. books, comic books are a little foreign to me. Uh, and I I know people rave about Rebels and Clone Wars, and now that Disney Plus is a thing, those will make their way into my Eyes at some point, but so that that's where I'm at with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I have a fondness for the original trilogy. I grew up enjoying Star Wars. The prequels are whatever to me. Mm-hmm. I, we'll, we'll save this the the current trilogy. But how where where is Star Wars for you?
1: It's a thing I enjoy. It's one of the many things that I can be like, oh, you know, I watch it. I I liked it.
0: Now prior to this movie, like where are you at with the other three the other two trilogies? Like where do you put these things?
2: Mm.
0: Like for a lot of people, like the original trilogy is, you know, masterwork. Mm. For a lot of people, prequels you're either on one side of the fence or the other. I don't know where where does Michael stand on the prequel fence? Or I guess where do you stand on the original trilogy too? Um, as a whole we don't have to go into like movie by movie
1: so the prequels have have an interesting story that they want to tell they just do it poorly poorly. Um, and the original trilogy is dated but does a good job
0: yes okay are you a prequel fan I don't know you don't know I know. I, I know you enjoy a good prequel meme I do I know that you enjoy uh, the Darth Maul fight scene I do outside of that mm-hmm. have you rewatched the prequels recently
1: Um, I got halfway through I skipped episode 1 watched episode 2 got halfway through episode 3 during my rewatch
0: okay how does it hold up
1: um about as well as you'd expect
0: so not not well
1: yeah they were they were they were things
0: so i and we were talking a little bit about about general star wars stuff before we started recording mm-hmm. and i personally like i've rewatched the original trilogy many a times throughout my life the prequels I don't think I've ever watched them a second time. I've definitely watched parts of the re- the prequel trilogy randomly at certain points. Oh, maybe it's on TV. Okay, I'll give it a shot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I I can't remember the last time that I sat down and put on the prequels. I just don't know if I can do that to myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So prequels to me, I'm like I can't do it. I just no, there's nothing there for me mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not. there's too much there I don't want mm-hmm. if that makes sense where any of the good tiblets tiblets? niblets? tidbits? tidbits any of the good little chunks of Star Wars that are in there I just I, I, I can't do it mm-hmm. can't do it moving into this current trilogy Aside from the rise of Skywalker, where do like w- what do the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi do for you? the
1: The Force Awakens is, as I've said many a time, basically just a New Hope again. Which great, cool. Do a New Hope again in twenty fifteen. What year was it? Twenty sixteen. Twenty. What year? Is that old? Uh,
0: we did. We did Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi, not Solo. Solo. And then this? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it would be 2016, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, so remake a new film. That was so long ago, though. Well, they were doing Star Wars every year, and then we had all that Marvel stuff. It was it was very hectic for us when it came to Disney movies for the last. Well,
0: Solo came out in the summer. Did Last it Jedi come out the same year?
1: Um. That might have been what happened because Solo did come out like in in like
0: May. Uh, so how how what is the Force Awakens to you? Exactly. It's a New Hope remake, 2015, even fucking later. Jesus. Um, Last Jedi was 2017, so yeah, two two. Yeah, they were doing uh, two across. Okay, they were so. doing
1: two years apiece for like the numbered movies, and then like unnumbered movies were scattered in between. Uh, what was the question again
0: so what in this current trilogy mm-hmm. what are the two so The Force Awakens The Last Jedi like how are what are your like what are your overall thoughts opinions on those two movies um, just so we can have a fuller picture of when we start diving into The Rise of Skywalker of how we both are going into it and, mm-hmm. and whatnot
1: yeah so Force Awakens like I said basically a oh, reboot slash remake slash sequel to a new hope which cool i liked it it did it was basically like when i said the original trilogy was good but dated this is more along the lines of like it takes everything that i probably liked about the a new hope and then just made it you know look good in 2015 Okay. Um, The Last Jedi is outside of huh I was going to say outside of Solo but I'm not even sure about Rogue One outside of, like I've seen The Force Awakens I believe more than once whereas I don't think I've seen The Last Jedi more than once, I think I've been meaning to like rewatch it for apparently two years now and I just never got around to doing it
0: do, I wait, might have seen it
1: twice in theaters. That's what maybe? I was gonna
0: say. Did did you see The Force Awakens mm-hmm. twice in theaters?
1: I think I did. Did
0: so? I definitely, I, I, I definitely th- saw The Force Awakens twice in theaters, and I definitely saw Last Jedi twice in theaters.
1: I, th- at the very least, I, I might have at least rewatched The Force Awakens at home. But The Last Jedi, I can't remember if I've seen it more than once. I might have, but I honestly don't remember.
0: I definitely watched The Force Awakens at least once at home, and also The Last Jedi at least once at home. So I've at least watched in the last five years, or whatever, six years, those two movies at least three times. Mm -hmm. Um, But so the The Last Jedi for you
1: is... Some people honestly swear by it and all the power to them. I... I'm just like, eh. But I don't, outside of narrative decisions, I can't remember what my problems were with the movie.
0: But, okay, so let let I don't remember
1: if I, I never really decided if I loved it or hated it. It was just like, you know, I saw it. It was part two of a three-part thing.
0: Do you have, do you have your own personal list of, like, your top three favorite Star Wars movies?
1: I don't think I do. I'd probably put The Force Awakens in there somewhere.
0: Okay. But The Last Jedi would not make that cut? Probably not. Would it make top five, do you think? Um, or, let me rephrase that. Would it? Would The Last Jedi be top six? Uh, Which would mean you'd be putting at least one prequel movie above it. Um, I, or, no, I, I, that means you'd be putting at least potentially two or three prequel movies above it.
1: Yeah, I would I would really have to re-watch The Last Jedi. Really?
0: Knowing what you know about the prequels, The Last I mean, Jedi is that questionable to you?
1: I would have to see if... At the Which end is, I mean, of it, it's fine for you to feel that way. I would have to see if at the end of it, if there were enough things about it that I liked.
0: Well, The Last Jedi has the best fight scene. So
1: if we're doing best fight scene then i would have to put it outside the top 6 then
0: i i know that's why i, I know you were a fan of that mall yeah mall scene.
1: i know what you did and i'm calling you out on it
0: i mean th- there's no wrong answers here except for that one that's the only thing that you're wrong about mm. but i'll i'll, I'll out i'll let you have your opinion
1: okay i'm glad i had the chance to voice what is objectively fact
0: Objectively fact. Uh, anyways, so for me, Force Awakens, I love it. Last Jedi, I also love it. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, Last Jedi is... I liked The Last Jedi so much that I would probably put it potentially in my top three. I think I liked The Last Jedi more than The
1: Force Awakens. Mm-hmm.
0: What What really needs to happen is I, I want to watch... The current trilogy back-to-back
1: yeah like
0: i want to watch these three movies sequentially in a row Mm -hmm. and then i think i can kind of nail down how i feel about the three of them as a whole and then also like separately um but i really enjoy the last jedi for a lot of reasons one of them being that fight scene the throne room scene is just so so good Mm -hmm. but i like a lot of the things that are going on in that movie um but enough about these other films Going into the Rise of Skywalker with the way you feel about The Last Jedi and Force Awakens, were you hoping or expecting something in particular? Or like what were your thoughts going into it? Especially with the pre- like the day before or whatever, or the day the reviews started coming out. Like, you know, there was a lot of buzz online that it was not a spectacular film from yeah. critics. Um I don't typically let that hamper my opinion. I usually like to go in my own way um, and not really go in there with high or low expectations from someone else's opinion. Like, in this scenario where it's a sequel to a movie and a set of three films, the third film, and knowing how I felt about the first two, I was like, I feel pretty good that I'm going to like this movie. Like, I liked the other two. Mm -hmm. I I would be shocked if they did something to make me not like it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I can see people who maybe didn't enjoy The Last Jedi having some precautionary uh, thoughts going into the film. Hmm. So with you being someone that didn't enjoy The Last Jedi that much, how are you feeling walking in Thursday night? Um, I
1: just want to see how things end. Okay. I just want a conclusion.
0: Do you feel concluded? Do you feel satisfied?
1: Mm, I mean things are done I said give me a conclusion it it gave me a conclusion Um, it basically ignored the last Jedi which was weird but
0: do you think that's for better or for worse
1: I had said I didn't care for the narrow decisions of the last Jedi I've also said that it would be weird for them to walk back on any of those decisions like I didn't like it, but they should. My belief was like, even if I didn't like what they did, they should probably follow through with
0: it. Yeah. Can you point out any specific like narrative choices that you're referring to that like they walked back or or neglected to,
1: um, you
0: know, elaborate on?
1: Ray's lineage in the Snoke thing. Even though I, I was like, oh, it's weird for him to do it. Like I always knew, probably with a character that was that sort of important, I always figured that, you know, they would explain something about him later on. And we got the explanation. It was very, like, sort of... Much the same way the opening line was, oh, Palpatine's back. Mm-hmm. Um, him also being back and be like, yeah, I created Snoke. Ugh.
0: But knowing what we know about the Star Wars, oh, the Skywalker saga at this point,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Palpatine having a role throughout now all nine movies? Yeah. Does that... Like, does that... the Bringing him back for this third movie, does that not feel like it could be a plausible plot?
1: It's a plausible plot that should have been brought up earlier. It's mm-hmm. weird for them to go through two movies and then be like, oh, by the way, he was actually involved in all this.
0: Well... When, when do we find out that Vader is dead, in two? Yes. Okay, so.
1: I know I rewatched four and five recently. I'm trying to remember exactly when they actually make reference to the Emperor, but I think we knew about the Emperor through four and five.
0: Wait, is does Palpatine not show up in four and five? um he, I don't think he was
1: in four at all in five he might have appeared as like you know a cloaked figure that was like hey you know oh yeah he does show up in he does show up in five at least because he says hey the guy that blew up the death star was the son of Anakin Skywalker you have to destroy him I think he shows up as a hologram okay I don't think he was in four
0: I was gonna say that it's I I feel like that's not right that he's only in in six um but in the prequels he's He's pretty pre- prevalent he's pretty prevalent yes yeah. um so go i guess was that one of the major or only like plot narrative choices that that you feel like they shoehorned in there from the last jedi into this or um
1: <coughs> like i said ray's lineage which you know i get making her be a nobody it makes sense in a way. Um, But then to come back and be like, ah, yeah, your parents are nobody. But your grandparents, ah, that's... That's where the secret lies.
0: But... I I think some of the narrative choices in this third film, in this current trilogy, are because The Last Jedi had such a split audience. Yeah. Right?
1: I mean, that's... That's the impression I got from the internet.
0: So some of the people that didn't enjoy The Last Jedi, I would imagine they weren't happy that Rey was not a Skywalker or I mean, that her parents were nobody.
1: Yeah, I think that was.
0: Because why else would they choose to tie her to Pap- Palpatine?
1: Yep. I guess.
0: Because I, I don't necessarily think that making her related to him changes anything about the character. No, it doesn't. Like, historically... I mean, it
1: it would have if, if we had more time to sit on it.
0: We're not even that... Oh, yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe if, like, in The Force Awakens, if we, it's referenced, like, oh, she's related to him. She's
1: related to him, like, oh, you know what, you're you know, your grandfather was a very bad man, a very powerful bad man, What's well, who's to say that you might, you know, alter into dark side? Like, it was a fear that she had briefly in this film, but we didn't have time to really ruminate on it. Whereas, like, you know, at the end of episode five, Luke finds out Vader's his father, and, you know, he immediately was like, oh, shit, you know, you're telling the truth, and then he kind of um pieces out. But I think he was having... Um, actually, what was really important about that was before he found out, he took off from Yoda. It was like Yoda's was like, no, 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 finish your trading, man. You gotta, you know, sort this shit out and get yeah. like that whole vision in the cave and all that stuff.
0: But Yoda knew. Yoda knew, and well, that's, so that's the same thing here. Leia knew, according yeah. to someone.
1: Someone, uh, I think Mark, Luke's oh, ghost. Mark,
0: yeah, Luke's ghost. Yeah. So they both knew. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, there's that correlation.
1: There's, there's that, but, like, there was an implic Like, after after that whole thing where he's like, hey, finish your training, and we already had glimpses of um, Luke kind of finding that stuff out. And then, like, even at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi when he's fighting Vader, and, like, there was a brief moment where, like, he freaks out. It was actually good. I remember one time we were talking about lightsaber fights, and I think we asked Todd, and Todd said, like, one of his favorite was the end of Return of the Jedi. I think he's actually right. Like, that was a very kind of good uh, lightsaber fight. Uh, in Return? Yes.
0: Return is probably the only decent lightsaber fight in the original trilogy. I mean... Yeah, probably. I, and and that's just for a lot of reasons. That's yeah. just, you know, whatever. It was a different time and they were making those movies, yeah. so it is what it is. But also, <clears throat> like, Obi-Wan and vader fighting in a new hope is fucking garbo like horrible but i get it like i understand it's a it's a product of that time so like i i look at it through that view of like they had limited things going on here Mm -hmm. uh and then their fight in because they fight again in uh empire right
1: you got like a very yeah i don't think it's a i don't know if it's a long beard hair or if it's just like a for I think you got it. Yeah, it was probably just a fuzzy. Probably fuzzy.
0: That beard's pretty long right now. But in in um the second film, uh, Empire. Yeah. They fight again, right? And they he chops but... off his arm. Yeah. Okay, so that fight's whatever, too. I think.
2: Yeah, it was it's fine. I mean, it was... it's whatever, yeah, not it anything fine.
0: amazing. Um. I mean, the shots of the third movie, their fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the cinematography. I don't know if the fight itself is mm-hmm. that great.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, my point yeah. being is that um, it was uh, he was very emotional. You can kind of see that he was kind of tapping the dark side, which I think kind of struck home because, like, hey, you know what? Me and my father are kind of like maybe I'm kind of slipping towards the dark side, and then yeah. he like you know stands out of it. He's like, oh shit, we both have robot hands. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna do this.
0: Well, I think also like I don't know. I feel like it's not all that forced or. You know, unnecessary, because in The Last Jedi, there's plenty of moments, at least when she's on the island with Luke, that she is dealing with the dark side. Like, Mm -hmm. she's going to that fucking pit or whatever, the sewer or whatever, the the black, the black, like... Doesn't she, like, go to, like, the black thing that's, like, pulling her to the fucking...
1: I, again... I don't remember if I saw this movie more than once. I remember that there was, like, a... There was, like, a thing of some sort where, like, she saw reflections of herself, and... Yes. They, it was that thing. Yeah, so, like, wow. she
0: she definitely is already, like, dancing with that, which mm-hmm. I think... I mean, Luke did the same thing. Dancing with the dark side. And Ben also doing the same thing. Uh, ben can be confusing, so I'll say Kylo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kylo does the same thing, where he's back and forth. Like, he... he I think he thinks he wants to be bad or I think he feels like he has to be bad yes but he's not actually bad yeah I I think Kylo's and I've been saying this since The Force Awakens because people have always like poo-pooed Kylo as a shitty villain and, and the more I'm thinking more in this moment right now I'm like I kinda I think I might actually like Kylo's arc through the three movies the most
1: Kylo has a great arc. Yes, uh,
0: I I think I like that the most. I think he has the most growth. I think as a character, yeah, um, or at least fuck is this tril is this trilogy about Kylo more than anybody else?
1: He you could argue that I think in 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 a certain way, um, yes. I think I think looking back on it now. If you kind of watch it from, watch it with that, you know, understand, like, it's really about Kylo in a certain way, it's like, oh, all right. So this really makes it, like, a full-blown Skywalker, you know, three for three.
0: Which, this is the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Um, That would make sense. And I actually, fuck, that just actually gave me a different appreciation for this current trilogy. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, um it was And
0: now I'm gonna go buy that Kylo skin in Fortnite like nice job.
1: I don't care listen, you spend your money the way you want. Uh yeah, Kyle of Good Ark. Um what were we saying before this? Do, 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 do. Ray Palpatine Um Yeah, I I think if if Palpatine I think had more of a presence or, like, uh, I mean, maybe it's asking for too much, but I feel like Palpatine kind of came up too quickly in this one.
0: Well, so, now that it's concluded, and we know that Snoke was a puppet of Pal- Palpatine, yeah. does that, knowing that Snoke is basically Palpatine, does mm-hmm. that not cover that for you, or no?
1: It... Does not it? It's or listen, do you it, or do
0: you mean in regards to like, you know, they're on this fucking hidden area of space. Was it a planet? I don't. Well, it was. I think it was a planet. Well, we're they're on this fucking remote. No one knows how to get to this place. And he has this fucking army that no one knows about. Is mm-hmm. that what you mean? Like he came up too quick. Like where did the fuck all this shit come from?
1: Uh, I think more along the lines of like, we we watched him die at the end of six, and. I, listen I get that he you know, created Snoke as like a puppet to do whatever I don't really know why he needed Snoke as like an intermediary like alright just fucking run the remnants of a fucking army that I created but you do that while I
0: well do you think part of it is he's using that as like I'm gonna have this puppet run this like outward facing army for me mm-hmm. while I'm down here making the fucking real army
1: I don't see why that's necessary.
0: Well, then it gives the resistance like a focus of these are the bad people. Kylo's the bad person. Snoke's the bad person. We need to focus our attention and energy on these bad people while now you know, already being in a remote area, but now he has no one like no one is searching for him. No one knows he's alive. No one knows he's building the Sith army down here. Like it gives him a cloak. It gives him a fucking curtain. I guess. I mean, it would be like, It would, I mean, I, it would just, it would be giving you the way to like do all of these other, preparing all of these other really bad things in private without the fear of like, I hope that fucking rebel scum doesn't show up and fucking pull my mask off. You know what I mean?
1: I suppose. I mean, this is the guy that, you know, pulled off a lot of crazy plans in his day. Yeah. I don't think he really needs to do...
0: Well, did any of those plans work?
1: I mean, you could argue that the Empire thing worked out for him in the long run. It worked out for him for a long time. Yeah. And then even after he died, apparently he was still... I... So, the First Order, exactly. <laughs> well... Okay, so the Empire is defeated. You know, we, we I guess we switched back to the Republic. And the First Order is the remnants of the empire trying to take back control and the resistance is the republic fighting them but they are like apparently losing a lot of the time sounds about right how was that
0: i don't know was there rebel scum Mike?
1: they're not rebels
0: they're the resistance they're resistance scum like
1: if anything, the, in this someone
0: in this movie definitely calls them rebels. Come, oh, when they're gonna when they're gonna be executed on the on well,
1: the. That's, not even the Death star. It was the star just, destroyer. Yeah, it was, it was or actually,
0: this. it might have. It was before. As I actually chuckled at the line. It was before that when they capture them. When Poe gets shot, mm-hmm. and then they get surrounded by stormtroopers. stormtroopers. Um, I think one of them says a quip like says something funny and that's mm-hmm. not what i laughed at i laughed at the stormtrooper's response was shut up rebel scum or something like that and i was like mm-hmm. that's fine that feels good i like it
1: mm-hmm. uh shit now i lost my train of thought again
0: you were basically talking about overarching like yeah. the empire and then the first order and resistance
1: yeah i think i think ultimately it's just very it is a very weird move to end the last Jedi with Kylo Ren apparently in charge of the force was like, which was like a major status. Well, he is. he's he's was a supreme me- leader. Supreme leader, but then he's like immediately taking orders from Palpatine. Like he he went from serving one master to another very quickly. We had no time to really kind of soak in the fact that now the big big bad is Kylo Ren. It immediately went back to Palpatine.
0: Yeah, but. wouldn't that be the same thing for vader vader's always served a master
1: vader's always served a master but episode five didn't end with like vader being like the big bad we didn't go into episode six thinking oh you know now vader is the fucking top dog
0: yeah but i but i think again now that the trilogy here is complete and the full saga is you know according to how they're marketing these movies complete Mm. uh I think it makes sense that Kylo's never the big bad because I the, the more I'm thinking about it, I really do think this third this third ser- series
1: mm-hmm.
0: is about Kylo more than anyone else.
1: Look, going from you know episode seven, I was like, I really want Kylo to kind of find redemption, if not just for himself, also for the fact that I'm like. You know what? We just cleaned up the Skywalker line, like his grandfather did a lot of fucked up shit. And we just kind of cleaned that up. It sucks that we're dragging them back down to the mud again. Yeah. Um so even besides that, like I wanted him to like, you know, get redemption at the end. Yeah. And he still gets it.
0: Um, I think he does rightfully so.
1: Yeah. Um whether or not he could pull that off if he was like in charge of the fir- first order for much longer, I don't know.
0: See, the thing is, is, like, fuck, now I'm, like, really stuck on Kylo's just character. Mm. I I don't even think that Kylo necessarily wanted to rule the galaxy in a negative way. I think he just wanted to be in charge. Am I Am I wrong? I don't know.
1: He was in a weird mind state.
0: Like, I, I feel like he was never fully committed to that. Like, to that mindset of, like, mm. I want to be this fucking you know, what, bad figure.
1: What did he want? He wanted to emulate Darth Vader. Whatever that means.
0: Yeah. But what did he know? Like, like, and this is what we don't know, unless it's like talked about in books or comics or something. Mm-hmm. What did Kylo know about Darth Vader? Or was Darth Vader just a figure that Snoke slash Palpatine used as like a fire to fuel Kylo? You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. Because if he knew everything about Vader, he would know that eventually, mm-hmm. he he wasn't the bad guy, or he redeemed himself at the end of his life he to himself, save. Yeah,
1: he know he probably knows that, but it was probably framed in the way of like you know, in a moment of weakness, he betrayed the ideas of the dark side. Like I can see how you can spin that to make it seem like that was that was a failure on Vader's part, and that was basically that was basically what was moti- not motivating, but that was part of what drove. Kylo is like hey I don't want to I want to be like him but I also don't want to I don't think fail the same way he did in redeeming himself which is why when he was talking to his father in episode 7 he's like hey I know what I need to do but I'm afraid I'm not strong enough to do it which is kill his father I'm like I'm afraid I'm not strong enough to kill you right now in order to you know be the bad guy
0: so I do think that that's what he was saying when he was saying that to Mm -hmm. Han but at the same time, when he talks to the helmet, yeah, and maybe I'm just, I mean, again, I could completely be wrong here. Maybe he does say something different at another point in one of the movies. But from what I'm remembering, it sounds like, or not sounds like, from what I'm remembering, it, it seems as though when he's talking to Vader's helmet, he keeps saying, I'm gonna finish what you started. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he wouldn't idolize Vader if he knew Vader cha- like had a change of heart.
1: I'm gonna finish what you started. You started doing this, running the Empire. You didn't finish it because you failed in by in redeeming yourself. But
0: I think, but but I think he would like. I find it hard to believe that if you're idolizing this character, that's fucking baddest motherfucker in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. You're idolizing that character, but that character was weak mm-hmm. in the end. I feel like that wouldn't be the person you're looking up to. If anything, I'd be like... Like, instead of having those conversations with the helmet, I feel like he'd be having those types of conversations with Snoke himself. Or or someone like that.
1: He doesn't want to look weak to Snoke, either.
0: Well, no. It's not that he's looking weak to Snoke. It would just be like a... Yes, Master, I want to do whatever you... Like, I want to do this for you. I'm your fucking guy. And not talking to my fucking dead grandfather, saying... I want to finish what you started. I don't know. I just feel like th- there's a there's a dialogue clue there that makes it seem as though Vader is just a is just a, a a piece of propaganda that Snoke is propagating. Yes. And leaving out the fact that he was weak in the end, and more probably just like, nah, Luke killed him or something.
1: Mm, I would probably have to rewatch it but i i feel like even if snoke didn't tell him that i'm sure luke or leia probably told him like, hey, listen your grandfather blah blah blah, blah eventually turned around i feel like he might have been privy to that information by you know
0: i mean yes and no i mean par for the course here skywalkers and their close friends love to lie to each other and not tell them the full story yeah i mean luke doesn't know who his fucking family is he doesn't even know he has a fucking sister. He doesn't know his dad is Vader. Doesn't know Leia is his sister. I don't know about fucking Uncle Ben. Maybe maybe he doesn't know everything, or maybe he's just purposely lying because he wants to keep him out of it. But like, Obi Wan fucking knows this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone else knows this shit.
1: Uh eh, just Yoda probably.
0: Also chose not to fucking tell him.
1: Yeah, that was not a good idea
0: anyways um, fuck yeah I have a deeper I already liked Kylo as a character but now I have a deeper appreciation for Kylo after we're kind of talking this out here Mm. so uh, the movie as a whole how do you feel walking out of The Rise of Skywalker where does this sit for you
1: Mm. it was a lot it was a lot and i think part of it was because like i said it seems like they were trying to walk back some decisions of the last jedi on top of you know also doing their own movie to the point where i can see the point of view is like hey this is actually like two movies crammed into one it if if jj was in charge not even necessarily directed all three but like if he had like an outlying vision and kind of said hey this is point a this is point c figure out how we get there now and it was done in three separate movies yeah it would work
0: so i think that i mean i've heard this like used in a lot of people's negative takes on these movies and i don't even actually know if it's it's factually true or not you just brought it up and i still don't know because i i don't know if there is even this solution or this uh this answer out in the open was this trilogy not written or planned?
1: As far as I know, no. That okay. might not be true, but as far as I was aware, it it wasn't. It was more like, we're going to use this guy to kind of rope people in, yeah. and then you kind of do whatever you want. And like there was someone else that was supposed to be directing the third one, and they decided to bring back JJ.
0: Interesting. Well, I mean, it's probably better for whoever the third person was for them to not get involved
1: yeah and i still need to read that whole i've never actually read the whole quote um because i didn't feel like opening up the picture on twitter um the director colin trevorrow he did jurassic world and shit um i was reading something like he had said somewhere that one of his other movies that came out after the fact was basically what he would have been doing in star wars um but it wasn't making sense to me. I was like, I don't feel like really parsing this
0: out. Okay. I I think that for better or for again, I I really enjoyed the Last Jedi. Um. <laughs> but I think for the audience as a whole, because it's a very split audience right now, and I think some people have some valid criticisms, like like Dom, who I wish he unfortunately couldn't make it tonight but I would have loved his input on the show because he has a much more stark contrast opinion about the film than I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And him and I talked kind of in depth about it, but I understand, like Dom's reasonings for why he didn't like choices or scenes or or these things or whatever, he has reasons he backs it up. And I get it and I understand it. I'm not like, you're wrong, you're incorrect. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I'm right and he, you know, whatever. It's... I understand why he's mad about it. And or I understand why he didn't enjoy it that much. And I think that if JJ did all three movies, there would be less people having some of these issues. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of Dom's criticisms come from the fact that he is much more invested in Star Wars outside of the films. Yeah. So for someone like him who has to... For someone like him who's watching these movies, there's a lot more information and a lot more threads that have to get sewn together Mm. for it to work for him. Yes. Whereas, I don't know how much you dive into post- or outside movie Star Wars stuff, Mm. canon stuff, Not much. Yeah, and I don't really at all. So for me, like, Star Wars is contained in these films, so if they reference or do something that maybe contradicts or doesn't really work side-by-side with stuff going on in these comics or, or books that are canon, according to, you know, Disney Lucas, he has reasons to be like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Whereas I don't. I'm just like, no, like, I get it. Like, this makes sense in fucking Star Wars Land in my head. Yeah. Um, so I think so one one of the things Dom said today actually was we're trying to figure out if there's a day him and I, or if you want to go to, obviously, can see the movie again this week. And he's gonna go in it with the mindset of I'm going into this as like only taking in movie Knowledge with me and yeah. leaving the rest of it outside of that, and see if he can be more entertained by the film. Because he did say that the movie was entertaining to him. It mm-hmm. was just that there was a lot of things that just didn't add up. Yeah. Um, and one of the ones we talked about this earlier that made me laugh was who, who's who's banging Palpatine?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess someone did. I mean. Could have been multiple ladies. He was the Senate.
0: Listen, you're a man in power. You can, you can, you can, you know, force people to do things, I would imagine. What I do want to say, actually, and I meant to bring this up earlier, was when we were talking about specifically Palpatine and Ray and their connection.
2: Mm mm-hmm.
0: Is there ever a history, and again, this could be just laid out in the books or something, and I don't know, mm. um, but is there ever a history in any of the films of like, oh, Rey is related to Palpatine, that's why she can do Force lightning? Like, is that is that a thing? Because Palpatine is the only person in the films that has Force lightning, right? Dooku did it. And they aren't related? They aren't related. It was just the dark side power? Yes. Okay. So I wonder. So I wonder, I, I, like that's why I wonder why when they're both like Rey and, and Kylo are in the desert mm-hmm. on I forget the planet's name, uh, and they're pulling down the cargo ship, yeah. or whatever. And she does the force lightning. So yes. I was
1: gonna lean over to you but, like I don't really feel like talking to you throughout the entire movie. But once she did that, I was like, okay, there's a good chance she might be able to pilot the team. Like I was going to, uh, I was going to call that. You
0: did lean over and say something at some point though. I I said I'm
1: sure this is probably going to be Lando
0: yes i called out said, lando yes. and i'd also kind of it Mike. i
1: it. i'd also considered that huck was going to be the the mole because i knew every time like they talked about the mole yeah they always cut to him and the other guy who like i was like all right it's either gonna be him or this other guy yeah um because this other guy they keep giving him like attention i don't know who he's supposed to be yeah um and then end up being Huck's.
0: i what see i I didn't know... I, for some reason, I just assumed that the mole was going to just be no one. And they were never going to address the person. Because mm-hmm. now I need to go back and watch The Last Jedi and I guess The Force Awakens to see Hux? General Huxley or whatever? General Hux. Uh, I need I need to see his path in these movies. Because, I, I mean, he gives his reasoning when yeah. it happens is I don't want to see... I don't care if you win... I mm-hmm. want to see him fail. Yeah, I get that because actually, maybe I don't need to go you know back if you're watching, to watching. Yeah, it's it's pretty. They, apparent they didn't to... like each other. Yeah, yeah. or was... I think he yeah, he just didn't really like him. Yeah, for any reason. Um. Yeah, that that makes sense. I but it, I still didn't see it coming. I guess there there were definitely some moments in this in this movie where I didn't see them coming. Yeah. Um. I really enjoyed it. I was very entertained. I I don't know where I'd place this. I I really liked the film a lot. It would would be up there for me mm-hmm. i will say maybe my viewing of it a second time will will flesh this out a little bit more for me but not that the fight scenes were bad because i don't think they were bad but i don't think that they were better than the throne room okay i don't know how the like any of the action the big action scenes or big lightsaber fights like mounted up for you
1: what we, we had, like, three, right?
0: So, their fight in the water on the Death Star. The, that That was a Death Star, wasn't it? When she goes to get the whole crumb or whatever? Yeah. The, the but, wave I mean, that wasn't,
1: we keep calling it Death Star. I don't recall them ever actually having another Death Star. They had, like, more, like, I think, Star Destroyers? I
0: think it was the... No, I think where they went, I think that was the original Death Star.
1: Oh, oh, oh you're talking about that one. Okay, I'm talking about when, when they were on the planet with fucking Babu, Frank, and they don't uh, fight
0: there well they fight in in the vision yeah like the vision the, thing is, the, is that have a name
1: i've been called i've been hearing people call it like four skype calls which okay. is fine
0: i'm fine with that so but i since you brought that up i do want to quickly say i love those scenes mm-hmm. i don't know how you feel about these scenes i don't know if it's supposed to make sense in star wars land like i don't know if there's like a like how come no one else can do that
1: Palpatine says like yo oh, you know this is a connection that we haven't seen in fucking many many a long time this is very unique good for you guys he says it in the movie he says it when like he like captures both of them and like sucks out their power
0: oh okay so oh okay I do remember that but I thought he was saying that in regards to force healing
1: I don't think they've done any force healing in front of me yet.
0: No, but I think when he was sucking out their power, mm. wasn't that healing him? Was it that... was also healing him? Yeah, then. I think. Well, that... I think I've, I. Well, never mind. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I thought he was referring to because it was healing him. I thought yeah. he was like, "Oh shit, like you have fucking force healing." It,
1: it might have been, but I think it was also related to all that other stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyways, what, what the fuck were you talking about?
1: uh the fights so i was saying that was that one where like they were in two separate locations yes. but they were oh kind of...
0: okay actually that was a dope fight actually that that mm, that might be my favorite fight scene in the movie
1: okay um yeah they had that then they had the one in the water like he's on the original death star yeah.
0: and what i did want to add because this was one of the things where like i don't like to talk in these types of movies like mm-hmm. uh, normally i would never like lean over or whatever I get why you did the Lando thing, because, like, you wanted to be like, that's fucking Lando. And, like, yeah. I'm fine with that. It yeah. doesn't ruin the movie for me. Instead, I was fucking sitting there. I was like, fucking Mike. Fucking genius. Mm. But uh, when Rey gets onto the Death Star, and she gets to that whatever main deck or whatever fucking part of the sh- ship it was. Yeah. Did you hear what the music was? Because the music was fucking amazing.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't remember anymore.
0: I wanted to lean over so bad and tell you because I wanted... Because it was very subtle, and mm-hmm. I wanted to like be like fuck. I like I want. I wanted you to appreciate it because mm-hmm. I feel like you would have. Um, but if you don't know, if you don't know what I'm referring to, then you definitely didn't pick it up because it was like very memorable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was like, some shits about to go down here. I don't want to like interrupt this moment because at any moment something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but as she's going through that part, it's like very subtly vader's theme and it's so good hmm. it is so good because at first i was like this sounds familiar and then like you hear a little bit more notes i'm like this is fucking vader's theme or maybe imperial it was march. just the imperial march that's not his theme right
1: imperial march is basically his theme
0: but does he does he have a also like vader's theme uh he is that his theme or Imperial March? That's the imperial march okay so that was playing but it was super subtle was so good it was so good like, probably one of my favorite audio cues in the whole movie. It was so well done. Because um, it just weaves in. Like, it's so... It kind of reminded me of the music from Breath of the Wild, which I know you, you don't really play, but mm-hmm. the music in Breath of the Wild, I feel like no one fucking talks about it, and the music in Breath of the Wild... Like, like the music in Zelda games is, like, a big thing. That's like, you know, v- very, very memorable. It's a big thing for a lot of people. It's, it's classic. It's nostalgia. It's all these things. And it's always really good. Breath of the Wild has really amazing music, but the way they use the music isn't how it is normally in any other Zelda game. The Zelda game. Okay, I walk into fucking this town. This town song plays. I go into fucking the overworld. This overworld song plays. I go into a dungeon. This dungeon music plays. So, like, blah, 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 blah. Which is fine and fantastic. But in Breath of the Wild it's like everything has its own music like any other Zelda game where like dungeons have this music and you know if you get into a fight combat scenario it has music or if you're riding a horse it has whatever like it has all of that but it's much more subtle where the way I like to describe it or think about it in my head is like it's a lot of piano and it feels like it fits the game really well where it just feels like to me it felt like the wind was blowing the music into my game where it was like excuse me um <coughs> you know you'd be playing and it's like you know breeze would go by not that that was actually happening but like but like a a breeze would bring the music through my game where it'd be like no, no, and then it would be like nothing and then like, D-d-d-d-d-d. like, and it would just kind of weave in and out, and I felt it fit the game really well. But anyways, th- that's how this this specific audio cue felt for me, and I was a big fan of it. But we were talking about fight scenes, and you were gonna bring up they were fighting on the Death Star. Yeah,
1: yeah. fighting the Death Star, fighting, <coughs> you know, through telecommunications, and then the big fight at the end on Exegol, or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: I think those are the three, right? Those are the three that involved lightsabers.
0: Well. <sighs> There were... So, I, I think this is why I think the best fight scene is probably the Skype call. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably give the second best fight scene to them on the Death Star, and I think the final fight scene is the weakest of the three, simply because it's not a fight scene between two people with lightsabers. Mm-hmm. It's a fight scene between fucking Electric Man and Reflect.
1: Yeah, well, and Kylo versus the Knights of Ren. Which...
0: So this was one of Dom's issues. I have, my throat is like I have this like little itch, and I can't get it out. I apologize. Maybe you need to drink more <coughs> coffee,
1: huh? So maybe you need to
0: drink more coffee, potentially. But Dom brought this up, and, and I kind of agree with this point. the The Knights of Ren were this thing that were were they in the first movie or just referenced?
1: They were referenced. I think you see Kylo show up with them in like a the, flashback. The, the beginning. You, you see them in a flashback of when they, or maybe that was The Last Jedi, where you see Kylo with his knights show up to, like, fuck up the Luke school of Jedi.
0: Oh, maybe you're right. So they, they have a very limited to no presence in the first two movies. Yeah. And in this movie, they're a presence as in they look badass. Mm-hmm. They're going to fuck shit up. Yeah. They never fuck shit up. They I, never do anything.
1: I guess you could, I will. you know, after seeing some tweet that Joe had retweeted or liked, it reminded me, oh yeah, Captain Phasma was a thing. So I guess, in a sense, the Knights of Ren were this movie's Captain Phasma.
0: Well, so, and when Dom said that, I was like, this is kind of par for the course of Star Wars as a whole. They bring in a dope character that you want them, that you want more of, and there's never more of them maybe there's a comic series maybe they're in a book but in the movies they don't fucking exist Boba Fett is in that category for me Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's I know there's plenty of Boba Fett other material I don't know what's canon and what's not but I'm sure there are canon things of Boba Fett outside of the movies Captain Phasma another thing heavily marketing like a lot of marketing material all this stuff What, what, what does she do? I don't know I don't know. Yeah. Why are you introducing these dope characters and not giving me more? Why? At least know. she had
1: two swings at it. She had two swings at it. Failed both times. But still
0: nothing. So uh, there's that. And then uh, the Knights of Ren, I'd put them in that category. Yeah. They're like a cool fucking thing that you want more of, and they don't give you more of it. But that's. I feel like that's a thing that happens. Yeah. Is that there must be a character in the prequel that that applies to? Uh, Django? Is he in a lot of it? I have no idea.
1: I mean, I wouldn't call Django that cool, but Django did actually...
0: Grievous. I'll give it to Grievous.
1: Grievous, you could make that point, but I feel like Grievous actually seemed to do things.
0: I think... Grievous should have been... The Grievous fight scene is bad, and that's where I'll leave that.
2: Okay. Uh, I feel like
0: he could have had a way cooler fucking fight scene. No? He could have. I... I'll, actually, I'll, I'll unless you can name other characters. I'll also say Darth Maul, dope character, a fucking waste.
1: I think Darth Maul actually did a lot, considering.
0: But I think he could have been used more.
1: He could have he could have been cool to use as like the bad guy Hell across fucking all yes. three. Yes, yes,
0: and that and honestly, that could have made the prequels better movies if he was around.
1: Yeah, because he's a dope character. I would say that. I would say that he's he's cool to have been used throughout all three, but in the context of like him kind of being just in that one, I feel like he did a lot more. He, sure, he accomplished yeah, a lot more,
0: yeah. I, he I, was used I get well
1: that. in the one movie he was in.
0: But he sh- he, he's such a good character, he should have been in more than one movie. There's a reason why he's in fucking Clone Wars or Rebels, where he's in one of those shows.
1: Yeah, and also in Solo.
0: He's also comes back in Solo. There's a reason why they're bringing him like in yeah. because he's a dope character. A waste. I would I would lump him a hundred percent in the category with those characters. Such a dope fucking character, such a waste. Um and the knights of Ren had put that in that category. I, I don't hate some of the usage of like the Knights of Ren or this thing we've been kind of hoping to see more of for the first two movies, like fuck we want more of that. We're not getting it. A lot of people are like, Alright, cool, like we're gonna get some Knights of Ren shit in this movie. I like the fact that, or maybe not like the fact, but I can be okay with the fact that the whole movie, they're this looming threat. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, we're going to get into a fight with these guys. Like, at some point, as the, we're, as as Kylo and the Knights Run are chasing Rey, they're going to have to confront them. Like, at some point, it's going to happen. But when it happens, it's Kylo that confronts them and it's a throwaway fight, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I it, It's probably one of the weaker fights. Kylo disposes of them with no issue, really. Yeah, And they're supposed to be fucking badass. And don't get me wrong, Kylo's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. But could have been better. The only cool part about that scene is when they Skype call and fucking yeah. trade sabers. Mm-hmm. Which, that's the other thing that I don't understand about the Skype call thing. How are they able to see and talk, but, like, could Kylo potentially reach over and grab Rey and pull her to him? Is that a, like, why can he take the necklace when they're on the the party planet? Why can he take the lightsaber when they're on fucking Excaliburoni? Mm. He's looking for Rey. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't he just grab Rey? Is that not like does it take too much energy to grab something other than like a small item? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't write the rules. It, it, it doesn't break it for me. Again, I love it. And I think cinematically it's fucking cool. Like I loved it in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. We got that great fucking nipple meme too from Kylo. hmm Um did you do you like the Sky Calls or no?
1: Uh I believe they bring an interesting dynamic. I, I think it gives them the opportunity to interact more than they would have in any other capacity.
0: Yes, I I agree. I think that's the biggest part of the use of it is it allows them to have, you know, I, I guess for, for narrative purposes, hero versus villain conversations where it's not going to be interrupted by a fight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be we're going to have a conversation that really can't be interrupted either in any other way. Yeah. Um, Except for they have a dope fight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I do like this guy Paul's. Overall, I like this guy Paul's. Okay. I might be confused as to how, the, how some of the magic works, but it doesn't break the experience for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I could see why that would maybe bother someone like Dom. I don't know if it does or not. Um, if that's a thing that doesn't feasibly work out, mm-hmm. especially with other material outside of the movies that might back things up. Right. Um did you watch mando episode six or did you watch the mandalorian episode that aired yes okay did you watch it before we saw the movie yes okay i guess if you don't want the most recent episode of the mandalorian spoiled for you skip 30 seconds um i i think they purposely brought in the force healing. That? To introduce it to the cinematic audience, I guess that was hoping my... that there's some crossover there. Yeah,
1: when I saw the wound on the giant snake, snake thing, thing, I was like, "Is she gonna heal it the way that I saw Yoda do it?" And yeah, Baby Yoda, and I don't, know, I don't, know, the child. Um, and then she did. I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess that's the connection to that episode that they wanted us to watch." Yeah, before this movie came
0: out, so that it could feasibly be a thing that that happens. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not mad at it. I mean, Dom, Dom did mention something like he was not super happy that it was something that was used more than once in the film. Mm-hmm. I think it might've been used three times total.
1: Yeah, it sounds about
0: right. Cause it was used on the snake. It was used on Kylo when she killed Kylo and mm-hmm. then it was used on Rey.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I, I guess you could maybe say four times since it potentially partially healed Fucking Palpatine, baby. Um, I will say that when they fought on the Death Star, I was not expecting her to fucking stab him right through the fucking.
1: Yeah, neither was I.
0: I like that caught me way off guard. I was like, whoa, because going into this movie, I was like, all right, part of the promotion, like part of the marketing for this movie is the Skywalker saga ends. So I expected characters to die. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of expecting Kylo to die at some point because Skywalker. Yeah. Um I didn't think that Finn or Rey were going to die, but I was I was thinking that Poe would probably die. Mm-hmm. Um and then anyone else outside of that core, you know, could die. could die. Um I actually didn't think I and I, I really did think this. I actually didn't think they would kill Chewie. So mm-hmm. when they pretended to kill Chewie, that legitimately fucked me up. Yeah. Like, I was like, whoa, not expecting that. And then double whoa, Star Wars fans are going to be really mad that this is how they kill Chewie. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, if he just died, I feel like people are going to be mad he died, you know, I guess, off screen. Yeah. Um, It doesn't seem like a justification for that. It it doesn't seem like a a proper treatment of that character.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. I will say, though, I, I don't know how many more teasers or trailers that showed new things in like the last month, month and a half. Because I've kind of just stopped watching. Because I was like, I, kn- I already know I want to see this movie. I don't need more information on it. Mm. Um, but I, at least all of the trailers that I remembered seeing, I feel like most of the stuff that was in those trailers was only like the first two quarters of the movie. Mm-hmm. or maybe not even that much maybe the first quarter or maybe first third of the movie so I was happy because like when when a trailer scene would happen I was like you know oh no was in the trailer but then like as more trailer scenes kept happening I was like this is pretty much burning up all the trailers so like for me the rest of this movie is I don't know any of the scenes because I'm pretty sure I just watched all of the trailer scenes mm-hmm. so I did I did like that that there was plenty of stuff that again I don't know if that changed throughout the last month but for me I didn't like everything else was like very very new to me. Uh, I don't know if you can speak to the same thing about that or no.
1: Um, I don't remember seeing many spots to be honest. I don't know if that was a deliberate choice on my part or if I just. So never yeah, so ran a lot it. of the
0: movie was fresh for your eyes and not like yeah. a trailer cut or TV spot or something. Um. I think that a Babu Frick mm. is amazing. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about Babu Frick. It was good did you watch the he was just so great I was dying laughing just wow Mm. I am Babu uh fantastic character I will say that I know we talked a little bit about um kind of throwaway characters Mm. and Dom feels this way about Zori Mm. uh Zori Bliss I thought personally dope costume like dope character like I like this thing like this person uh not a lot going on there Mm -hmm. um so he, he puts her in that category of wasted character. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Um. So that was what Dom and I had spoke about briefly. It was like, they were characters. So her and whatever the Hobbit's character's name was.
0: Uh, did, I, I don't know what his name was, but Sean uh, Patrick. Uh, it's Dominic. Dominic Moynihan. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. So we were talking about it. he's like, Yeah, what was he doing there? And then he had mentioned Carrie Russell was in the movie. I'm like, Oh yeah, I do remember Carrie Russell was cast in the movie. Who was she in it? He's like, It was Zori Bliss. I'm like, Oh. I, that is weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm I the, the Dominic Moynihan thing doesn't like that doesn't matter too much to me because he probably just wanted to be in Star Wars, I it, would imagine. It,
1: it was it was distracting the sense that I felt like he was a big enough named actor. It was weird for him to like be there and not do anything of note. Like at least when ev- anyone else, when they're doing like a cameo role, it's like either as a masked character or as like a character who is like CGI and like you don't actually know who it is. For him, it's like, okay, this no. is an actor mm-hmm. that I know. He's clearly going to do something, right?
0: I disagree with that. Doesn't. I feel like especially in this trilogy, mm-hmm. there were actors that showed up in specifically like, like the rebel base type scenarios where they maybe had a line or two. And that's it. I will I will say that Do- no, da- Dominic a- Moynihan showed up way more, but I feel like there were other like well known actors that, that just make those small cameo. I'll have to look it up. But you there's have to look definitely-
1: it up. the only person I can think of that popped up more than once is Carrie Fisher's daughter, who
0: She showed up again in this movie. She showed up again yeah. in
1: this one. And like even then it's like I only know that she's her daughter because I was told that after the fact. And with her showing up as much as she did it made sense
0: no but I feel like I'll have to look it up but I feel like there are other well known actors that are in just maybe
1: Greg Grunberg and even him I, I don't like,
0: even know the fuck that is he was
1: I was gonna say he was the guy that was on Heroes but you didn't watch nope. Heroes um, he was like the larger gentleman that was a rebel fighter he dies in this movie finally but he was he was there
0: oh is he Snap
1: maybe it is Snap yeah I have to look the up the pilot I, he yeah, has a pilot. He blows up. Yeah, he does blow
0: up. Snap Wexley,
1: maybe that's his name. I forget his name in the movie.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Snap. Um, so, uh, does d- to you is Zori a wasted character? That's Snap Wexley. Okay, there you go. I mean, I he I I know who he is in the film. Mm-hmm. I believe his name is Snap Wexley. Yeah. but I do know who that person yes. that actor plays in the film. Uh, I believe it's Snap Wexley.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, who they.
0: Uh, well, I'll, no, continue. Zori Bliss, wasted character for you or not? I
1: I mean, I don't know what she actually did. Like, she did stuff. I don't... It. it was. She was a weird character, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know if she was wasted. She She played her part like, like a one-off kind of thing that's like, hey, you know, I'm here to help out. I'm here to be antagonistic first and then help out. And then I guess I'm supposed to believe that briefly she had died and then for her to kind of come back yeah. at the end um
0: so yeah i at first i was like okay cool like i feel like she's in enough of these scenes and enjoyable enough like i'm i'm okay if she's another captain phasma or boba fett like mm-hmm. it is what it is at this point i expect that from star wars like i expect cool characters that i, I never actually don't
1: expect in. that from the heroes anyone anyone that's not but
0: is she a hero I mean she does get I guess redeemed at the end I mean but she is not I wouldn't say she's a hero at the beginning of the film
1: yeah for all of two minutes when she like fights Poe and then she's like alright let me help you guys get to this guy and then she like has like a nice talk with Poe about how like she wants to leave the planet
0: oh that's how they're able to get on the ship is because she gives him that thing oh okay yeah Yeah, I mean she she she, she was mad at Poe chaotic good or maybe not even neutral good.
1: I mean... But I, we don't know her story. We don't know what she We don't know her story. know that she's a spice dealer? Spice trainer? They were like a smuggler at some point. But yeah. even then, like, smugglers... I'm not, I'm not trying to fucking break this down yeah. into, like, full-blown you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. alignment. Chart. I'm just saying, like, she was on the side of the protagonist for pretty much 99% of yeah. her appearance.
0: Yeah, no, I guess you're right. I will say, so... For, for people who aren't aware... There's a, currently a Star Wars event in Fortnite where they've added some skins. Whatever, on the on the Fortnite Twitter, they when they sh- like tweeted that Zori's character was in the shop now. Mm-hmm. They call her the scoundrel. Do they say that in the movie? Mm-hmm. So I yeah I don't know. That's a part, apparently part of her character. Um, but I will say that I, I expect there to be these types of characters that show up and then that's it they did their part whatever which the more i'm kind of thinking about it i don't necessarily hate that they do this in star wars i don't necessarily love it either but it does kind of give this extra dimension to the universe of star wars that like yeah there's plenty of other dope things that exist but that's not what this movie is about it's about these people Mm -hmm. so like i kind of get that angle of it but it does kind of feel like a waste but I will say that when they blew up her the planet that she was on, mm-hmm. supposedly, um, I was kind of mad. I was like, "That's a real big waste of this character." Like, it, if they show up, do something, and then they leave, and you just don't know what happens to them after that. Maybe they're around. Maybe they can come back. Maybe whatever. Fine. But when they like did the fake, this person's maybe dead now. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, this is like this is kind of dumb." Like, I, I, I'd be okay knowing she still existed. I'd be... I was kind of, like, mad thinking they just straight up killed her mm-hmm. for kind of no reason. Um, but then she showed up. Like, I did like her interactions with Poe. Like, she's an interesting character. Yeah. Um, and I do like the costume design a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, but. Yeah, kind of. I, I... Anyways, I don't know. I, I like Zori, Zori Bliss's character. Mm-hmm. I love Babu Frick. Did you watch... The, this is what I was trying to get to earlier, but I didn't want to lose the other stuff we're talking about. Did you watch the the world premiere blue carpet, the red carpet no. event? So I watched a lot of it. I didn't watch all of it. But they made a point to, they did like a poll. And it's funny that you brought up that actor that plays Snap Wexley. Mm-hmm. They did a poll where, like, uh, you know who Anthony he does the Star Wars show?
1: Uh, I feel like I've seen his name before.
0: So he's he does a Star Wars show. He was also on on the kind of funny 24-hour uh, live stream. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he was there when they were cutting Kevin's hair.
1: Okay, so I, I've i seen him. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know what was going to his face. But he does a,
0: he does a Star Wars show. Um, I forget the, the, the woman's name who was the other host of the blue carpet. But it was specifically when he was up there, he was interviewing Snap. Wexley's the actor, and... Like throughout the thing, they were like doing like, oh, we're gonna do like live polls on our Twitter feed, and you know we'll talk about them on here, whatever, all this stuff. One of the questions was like, who are you more excited for, Babu Frick, or like who are you more excited to know more about, Babu Frick or Claude? Do you know who Claude is? I do, because I I only know who Claude is because of the blue carpet. Do you know who he is? There was
1: a guy in the show in the movie named Claude. Yes.
0: I don't even know if they say his name. They might say his name one time. I don't know. Hmm. no okay if if you're watching the world premiere event of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker and they talk about Babu Frick at all I don't even know if he's in any promotion like I don't even know if he's in any trailers or anything but after seeing the movie Babu Frick does his role like he plays enough in the movie that he would garner being mentioned outside of the film right
1: yeah to the point where I'm sure, you know, two weeks into the movie's run when they're like less cagey about showing like spoilers yeah, in the trailer. they probably
0: showed something of him. like They,
1: they will put him more prominently yeah. in TV spots.
0: And he's cool. He's, I'm assuming, mostly a puppet. Maybe there's a little bit of CGI there, but he's mm-hmm. probably a puppet. Yeah. Um, But I love that character. I think he's great. Claude, from what I can remember from the movie... They put him and him in the same fucking poll. Mm-hmm. Who are you more excited to know more about? Mm-hmm. Fucking Snap Wexley, Greg fucking Dops, What's his name? Uh, Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg?
1: Yeah. It, it was last me with Gene and, and and with
0: No Ron. offense to you, Greg. Uh, no offense at all. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But he, when they showed the poll results and it was Babu Frick over Claude, he was like, Claude's a great guy, great character, you're going to love him. I, w- I wish you guys got it wrong. Claude's the guy. Claude's the man. Mm-hmm. Claude... Fuck, Mike. <laughs> Claude was in, from what I can remember, one scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's towards the beginning of the movie. They're on the Falcon. Claude is there. They run by him.
1: Oh, maybe he,
0: maybe he comes in the cockpit with them too. So doesn't D- fucking say anything.
1: Dom and I were talking about that one guy. that Was <laughs> he's like a fucking slug? He was like a slug guy that was in the Falcon. We're like, oh yeah, whatever happened to that guy?
0: <laughs> he never came back, did he? The the only thing that I can think of because me and Dom did talk about Claude a little bit because he, he was he like, might have been cut. That I was like, maybe he was actually in a more of a bigger scene and then they cut it from the film. Mm. Maybe. But still. Why are we talking about Claude?
1: Maybe he was really dope in that cutscene, man. We'll never know. He probably did it with Greg.
0: Greg was his, his Greg was standing for him. Greg was up there. Babu Frick, that's my guy. Whoa. Like, I'm all about it. I am Babu. Mm-hmm. When uh <sighs> A lot of the cr- criticism I see about the film is that people thought it wasn't funny. I enjoy. I thought there was plenty of like good zings, especially three PO. I thought three PO was like heavily involved in fucking the comedy, at least in the first half or so of the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was funny enough. I don't. It think was, that was Star Wars funny.
0: It was yeah. quippy. It was like they can fly now. They can fly now. They can fly now. Like like.
1: Actually, I don't think I cared for that particular thing, but I get yeah.
0: If that wasn't in a trailer, I would have enjoyed that scene more probably. Mm-hmm. But like that type of like quippiness, yes. I actually thought Finn and Poe played really well off each other in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I would I would have loved to see more of that throughout the trilogy. Yeah, of of them. I, I, I would which say I think is a lot of people's problems with the Last Jedi is that everyone was scattered. Everyone was scattered. I mean, and uh, people really hate Rose.
1: Um, I was going to say you know if I was going to compare it to the other Star Wars films but then I realized even in Empire Strikes Back it was Han and Leia running around together and then Luke was off training so I guess in this case if we have a core trio then it's those three and they were kind of fucking all split apart throughout yeah. most of the movie um, in this current well, movie? In, no in, no, in, in the Last other shit. in yeah. Last Jedi um, I was going to say something just now oh yeah I don't know if uh, Rise of Skywalker wasn't funny enough. I would say that I probably didn't laugh at a at things that were supposed to be funny. Okay. That I, I, like, I could see it being funny. I wouldn't say that the movie wasn't, no. The way you had said it made me think, like, they didn't put any jokes in it, I would say that they put the jokes in it. I didn't think they were particularly funny, but the jokes were there. Yeah.
0: Okay, I mean that's fair. If you didn't think it was funny, I I I thought that, like I thought that the chemistry with Finn and Poe was really really good, and those moments maybe they didn't make me laugh out loud, but they like they made me yeah. happy.
1: Yeah, I guess I don't know. There were some fun parts. Um, uh, Poe with his with his uh, flashlight. Yeah, I guess that was.
0: Oh, see, like I I I didn't laugh at that. Mm. But
1: I I, th- I think it was. I think I wasn't ex. Mm it was fine
0: yeah I mean I th- there were some it was, this is, like it was decent and, and again Star Wars isn't a comedy like I'm, there's not like moments where I'm like ah, ha, ha, like fucking slapping my leg and fucking mm-hmm. you know peeing my pants or whatever but there are definitely moments that like oh I got, I'm really enjoying this like I'm I'm having a really good time with this film and a lot of it at least again first half 3PO fucking killed it um mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Ingalls yeah uh he
1: was in all the Star Wars
0: and I know we talked about this briefly I was outside of the show where you felt as though Dio was simply introduced to be a, a second talking droid for when three PO was not talking. Mm-hmm. But even if that's so, I still did enjoy Dio for when he did contribute.
1: Oh yeah, Dio, um, I'll have to I'll think about it more. Dio, well the very least Dio's the best droid since K two S O.
0: Well, okay. I guess K2SO was introduced after BB-8. Do you not like BB-8?
1: Um, I mean, BB-8's cute and all. I'm just saying, like, if I had to, like, pick favorites, it'd probably put those two.
0: Your two favorite droids all time are those two? I mean, it's fine. I mean, yeah. k 2 K fucking I mean, KRS-1 I mean, is a man, so. Yeah.
1: I, w- I mean, I would probably have to get more time with Dio, but, um, yeah.
0: Interesting. I would like to see more of Dio. Um, R R2? two,
1: R two was good. Listen, if it, if I have to do a top three, then I guess R two would be number three.
0: Shit, I did like fucking. I I did enjoy Lando's droid in Solo. I didn't care for. her. But I wouldn't put her top top five, probably not. But I mean, I did enjoy that droid. <laughs> Who else do we have at this point? Um. Well, are we including like? any droid? Like are you including like fucking...
1: I mean I guess you can include any droid. Yeah. I was including like droids that were part of the main cast. Okay. Because like I mean I guess I can put in any droid who have like cool designs and shit but I'm talking main cast because like yeah, no, they I, have like a I guess personality makes, and shit. That makes sense. But I mean I
0: like it's hard for me to talk about droids and not immediately. Like to me
2: 3 PO I... and R2 are,
0: are so like they are Star Wars to yeah. me. Like, that, like they're Essential Star Wars to me.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know, like, like it's almost it, it's almost impossible to think about Star Wars and not have those two pop in my head.
1: Yeah, well, again, Anthony Daniels was in all the Star Wars. Um, I mean, as a pair, they are very good.
0: Well, so that and, but that's the interesting thing with with the droids in this trilogy is that though R two and three PO are there not the whole time but they are mm-hmm. there. It's like BB 8 kind of functions as R2slash Chewy because they do a really, and I think they've always done a really good job with this, they do a really good job of conveying emotion through the droids that don't speak Mm -hmm. English, where you don't know what they're saying, but you can kind of get an emotion from it Mm -hmm. based on how the human character interacts with them or the the English speaking character interacts with them because it could be, you know, an alien or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but like BB eight is kind of the, the Chewy slash droid because you don't know what BB 8s saying, but you know, Poe and Ray and Finn talk to BB eight because they know what he's saying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you kinda know what he's saying. That makes sense. Just it, like how Han and Chewy. Like you yeah. don't know what Chewie's saying, but like you can kinda get it based mm-hmm. on how Han responds.
1: It's It's really funny, you keep comparing him to Chewy when like R2 D 2s right there doing the same shit, everyone's talking R2 D Two is going beep and boop and they're like yeah.
0: Well, no. What I'm what I'm saying is like uh, I feel like in this current trilogy, when R two is there, three PO is also there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a lot of moments in this trilogy where BB eight is the sole droid in these scenes. Yeah, I, I mean, and Chewie's I mean, also not there.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I was like saying like Luke would talk to R two. Yeah, and like other people have talked to R two. It's weird that you keep comparing him to like the big fuzzy guy like there's another droid that does the same thing that you're talking
0: about oh people yeah talk
1: yeah no, people I, talk to the droid he's not speaking english i get
0: that well i the the i understand that now but the point i was trying to get across was like in this specific movie i feel like there's a lot of scenes where there's no chewy and no other droids and it's mm-hmm. just bb 8 yeah where in the like original trilogy you'd probably have scenes where there's 3po and r2 mm-hmm. or the droids and chewy or whatever yeah where in this it's like there's a lot of BB-8 only. Mm-hmm. So there's that like dichotomy. I don't fucking know, Mike. Now you got me all w- wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Uh. <coughs> my fucking, this itch in my throat will just not go away, Mike. Mm-hmm. So, I guess wrapping up our thoughts yeah. on this film.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really enjoyed it. I know there's a lot of people that don't enjoy it. I think that there's two things. One, it's okay to not like the movie. It's okay to not like all three of these movies. It's totally fine to not like them. And it's totally fine to like them. And I feel like some people need to, to get on that level of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other scenes in the film that I did want to bring up is, well actually before I get there, cause this will tie into that, did you get any like emotional attachment to any parts of the movie? Like did anything like spark any like tears of joy or tears of sadness or, or, or moments like that?
1: Um,
0: cause I definitely cried in this movie um, many a times cause I'm a, you know, you know me.
1: Yeah, very emotional man. Um,
0: Were, were tears sprung at any point? No okay but were there moments of that you felt emotionally drained or emotionally satisfied
1: um i feel as though r2 getting i mean not r2 c3po getting his memory ripe, wiped should have been more emotional and i was like i don't know if i was gonna get him em- i don't know if emotional or sad is the word i was looking for i'm just like oh so this is how they kind of not necessarily kill him off but kind of kill him off yeah um that was immediately walked back, but still.
0: Which I actually want to expand on that a little bit. I don't know why they even did that. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like that was something that they like I, like, so here's the thing is that when they said that this could, like, you know, whatever, fry his fucking circuit so that mm-hmm. he'd be like, whatever dead. Okay, that makes sense. There's stakes here. Yeah. Or it could he could live, but it will completely erase his memory. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's stakes here. R two might have a backup. Yeah, but it's R two. He doesn't function. The the way he said it, it sounded as if like he
1: he never even bothered doing it. Exactly. There. He yeah. said it as if he like never bothered doing a backup with R two because he was under the impression that R two
0: couldn't handle it or, or po- would fuck it up or something. Yeah, he'd fuck it up. So, he was like, so oh. like I I got all like all the emotional stakes made sense. So I was like, fuck This could be death or or literal a literal reboot of, of mm-hmm. Freepia. free and when that's what happened when you thought maybe he's done because he wasn't moving mm. or he i think when he I, finishes I believe, it he gets up his eyes turn red yeah, he stu- says the, the stuff the, and yeah. then he and then he falls back down motionless. i'm like oh okay he's done
1: i never thought i was under the impression the entire time they were I, at least i was I felt clear in the fact, like they said, we can do this, but it's going to reset him. He he wasn't going to be dead, but like he would wipe his memories. Okay, like I All right. that was how I understood it.
0: So, I was thinking until R two gave him his memories back, well, not everything, but a lot of it. Um, I was thinking, okay, this is a way to like literally like end another part of the Skywalker saga by literally erasing it from this droid that can continue to exist if they want him to in the films. Mm -hmm. but he won't have a memory of all those movies so like none of that would matter to him so if they kept three people around for any reason it would be like a it it would be like a a new fucking like i'm on a new journey now like Mm -hmm. all of my memories are, are here and now and that's it and i was fine with it like i was like okay if that's what they're gonna do do to him okay that's cool but when they give him his memories back I just I don't get the I just don't understand the point of why they did it. Mm. It's just weird to me that that was even a fucking thing they f- was a was a focus. Yeah. Cuz it just it immediately after the fact like negates all the stakes. Mm-hmm. It's like what what was the point? Yeah. Or or I guess not even that. What was the point of even giving him his memories back? Like what was the point of doing it? Besides R2 being like I'm not going to fucking listen to this guy again. Yeah and like Poe makes that comment too when they're in Babu Frick's fucking little lair he's like oh I can't do this again like I'm not like yeah. hi I'm fucking 3PO like I can't do this um, so like I get it it like added some comedy and like some tension some stakes but to to, shortly after change that it just it seemed pointless yeah I don't know but uh, so emotional attachments that moment maybe for you
1: Maybe that's the only thing I can really think of.
0: The Chewy Death? No?
1: Um, the Chewy Death, it wasn't emotion, more like it sort of I was of two not two minds, but basically I had two thoughts. I was like, one, if they follow through with that, I'm like, that is kind of a shitty way to get rid yeah. of like it's a shitty way to get rid of Chewy and it's definitely going to Piss leave, people off. Not even piss people off. Like like for the rest of the movie I think that should be like a lingering thing, like, hey, you know, this girl just killed yeah. one of those friends. But at the same time I do recall like shortly before that scene, they showed two carriers. So I'm like there's a possibility that he was just on the other one.
0: Yeah. So I so I couldn't remember if there's two carriers or not. Mm. Dom thought there was only one, so Dom was like you know, it was a poorly written scene that they only showed one and whatever. Yeah. Um I thought that it was like, when, when they shortly after showed that Chewie was live and on the fucking in a, a Prisoner, I was like, oh, okay, Kylo manufactured that, maybe, to spark anger in Rey mm-hmm. or like doubt or something. And I got that, and they're on the fucking whatever the other ship they took. I was like, okay, like they're using, like, Kylo is manipulating her to put certain, like, feelings in her. Mm hmm. And I like I was fine with that, but I I was initially very sad that that's how they chose to potentially kill Chewie. Yeah. Um, what about Han showing up? That struck me bad because that caught me off guard. Like I was not expecting that to be the mm. thing.
1: Nah, I don't think it.
0: Um,
1: it was it was
0: nice. Yeah. What about Leia dying?
1: Um, that one was. Hmm unfortunate
0: that the whole movie up until she died i was very curious as to how they were gonna sunset her character Mm -hmm. since she's not alive like i didn't know what they were gonna do to that and i'm confused as to how they had so much footage to work with because did she not pass away before this movie was filming they she passed away i believe
1: either during filming or shortly before in any case, like, they, they just had a bunch of unused footage of her from, like, other things. Interesting. Okay. So they used that. Um, I don't know if
0: any of her was CGI or not, but it it never seemed that way to me.
1: Um, I don't recall seeing any, like, egregious CGI or anything. Um, Yeah, the entire time I was, like, you know. Like, I was seeing how, like, they basically had to write around what little of her they had. So, like, it was odd. And then they finally... Which that
0: didn't... It didn't bother me.
1: It, I I wouldn't say it bothered me, but, like... It was something that I had noticed. I'm like, I noticed, I'm like, there's nothing you can really do about that. Like, that's yeah. just what it is. It, it's a certain I accepted sense. it.
0: And she's too, she's too important of a character <laughs> to, just, like, just write out. Like, yes. that would be, that would be bad. Exactly. Honestly, I mean, obviously, they also have limited things to yeah. to work with they, to make she, that happen.
1: She, they couldn't write her out and they couldn't recast her. So, like, I get it. Um, um, so, and then her death was sort of... Okay confusing to me like I still don't really get what occurred
0: what I think happened was she she was I, I think they were whatever. I think they were portraying her as old like I feel like they were portraying her as not in good health in the movie mm-hmm. because prior to her doing that with Ben uh, Kylo like doing that scene yeah, where I'm assuming was the Skype call I'm assuming that's what she did she called him.
1: I, I feel as though Han's role was supposed to go to Leia. Oh.
0: I feel like whatever. I yeah, feel like. Maybe.
1: I feel like ultimately what happened with Han. Like Leia should have showed up there. Like that was what would have normally happened. But because they. No,
0: because they use. Because, I mean, this was probably a CGI scene actually. It, at the end when when Ray's would... putting the lightsabers back
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher are there as Force ghosts I mm-hmm. would imagine
1: well listen what I'm saying is it would actually make a lot more sense if that were the case because it's ultimately what Luke did in Last Jedi is he projected himself far away made a big show and then ultimately that killed him so for Leia to do the same thing for her to project herself in front of him and it kills her that would actually make a lot more sense
0: yeah I guess maybe. But so what I was thinking was Ben has the ability to do those force Skype calls. Mm-hmm. So maybe because Leia is his mother, she she also has that ability. But so prior to her doing that, calling his name mm-hmm. when they're fighting um they're like back at the rebel base where are, are they on Endor? Do they ever mention where they are?
1: Uh I don't remember. I don't Everybody think he walks there. I think we saw Ewoks at a certain point. I think we saw Ewoks... At the end of the movie, right? At the end of the movie, but I don't think they were on the same planet. I think they just kind of briefly showed, like... Yeah. I think it was, it was during an important part where they were paying to different planets. I think they, they showed what was going on okay. in Endor. Um,
0: yeah, I think I think it was after they blew everything up. They were yeah. showing ships crash, and the ship probably crashed on Endor. Yeah. Um, okay, so prior to her calling out to Ben, mm-hmm. they're, like, talking... And I think she, I think she like is staring off because she knows like there's a disturbance in the force or whatever. There's like yeah. I think she knows that there's a situation going on between the two of them um, because it, uh, Leia is Ray's master. Yes, I guess she's so. completing her training with mm-hmm. her. So I would imagine that's the case. Um, so she must be able to feel something with both of them. I would imagine like something going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so. If I'm remembering the scene correctly, they're having a conversation back at the Resistance place. She's staring off into nothing because she knows something's going on. And I think she says, I know what I have to do. And it shows her walking off with Dominic Moynihan's character. Mm -hmm. And she's like, kind of like, crouched over and he Mm -hmm. has his arm around her. So like, I think they were trying to portray her as maybe she was like, supposed to be in bad health or something Mm -hmm. or like maybe she was just getting whatever too old or something um so maybe whatever she uses to contact him was like Mm -hmm. the end of it but i also think that because she didn't actually die die until she stabs him right she calls out to him he freezes immediately Mm -hmm. she stabs him in the chest or stomach Mm -hmm. and then she dies
1: um, yeah, I would have to rewatch it exactly. It it, it was very they're all very close together. I don't yeah. know the exact timeline. So
0: she she goes into the room, she's in darkness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's a dark shot where you don't actually see Leia, you just see a silhouette. So they that was a scene that they had to make. Yeah.
1: Same with actually Dominic Monahan like kind of walking. Yeah, it out.
0: looked it was, like it was CGI. It looked kind probably of fake. Just, we just had to Um So she's sitting in darkness, you don't actually see her, you just see her silhouette. She says his name. He stops. She stabs. Then it shows Leia laying down. Mm-hmm. Her hand falls open because she yep. died. Mm-hmm. And it actually made me sad because, like, yeah, I knew that something was going to happen to her. And then, like, you know, whatever that happens. And then R2, like, beeps, beeps and crying. Like, R2's at her bedside, like, beeping and crying. And I was like, oh, sad fuck. Beeps. This is fucking getting me bad right now. Like, R2 crying got me bad. Like, mm-hmm. I was fucking i was a puddle of emotions there mm-hmm. um R- R- ray killed way Le- <laughs> maybe and killed ben and then brought ben back maybe uh but that whole that whole string of scenes like fucked me up it was like her calling out to him because again like the more i think about this movie now this is kind of more about kyle than anyone else i think mm-hmm. uh and, like, you know he's struggling with... Because there's a moment in The Last Jedi where, obviously, he fucking helps kill Snoke. Like, he's struggling with, like, what he is and what he wants to be. And, mm-hmm. obviously, struggling in, in The Force Awakens when he kills his dad. Like, he, he he doesn't know if this is what he wants to do. Like, he knows he wants to do it, but does he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't know. You know what I mean? And he, he's, he knows he's been bad for X amount of time. So, he feels like he's not allowed to go back home. He's not allowed mm-hmm. to see Leia. He's not allowed to see anyone. Yeah. I
1: mean, I would say in the last Jedi he killed Snow purely for for selfish reasons. In the same way that when Luke when Vader like offered to Luke's like, Hey listen, you and me team up, we can take down the Emperor and then we'll be in charge. Like yeah. we'll be the fucking guys. So the same thing happened here is that he kind of took the step of Let me kill this guy first yeah. and then recruit this other person. Worst case scenario, I'm still topped up.
0: But I think it still comes down to a point, in both of those cases, actually. In both I think it comes down to a point of, like, the true bad part of, like, if I was true bad, I would kill this person, no problem. Vader has a chance to kill Luke, doesn't do it.
2: Mm.
0: Kylo has a chance to kill Rey, doesn't do it. Like, they have the opportunities to do the thing. Yeah. And they choose not to. And I get yeah, part of it might be fuck fuck this guy. Like I'm going Well the part of it is just now. like,
1: hey listen, I I don't I don't hate you or anything. I yeah. j- I really want you on my side so that I'm not going to change to your side. I want you to change to Yeah.
0: Life. So but I think I don't know. I, I love that struggle. Like I like that mm. back and forth. Um But anyways that whole string of scenes right there really fucked me up. I was not not a not not a dry cheeked uh person in the theater. Mm-hmm. Face cheeks, jeez, get your get your mind out of the gutter. I saw where your mind went, Mike. I saw where it went. Um, any other scenes that were like impactful, emotional, or favorite scene from the movie in general?
1: Impactful scenes. Do, 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 do. Hmm. Uh,
0: no <laughs> pass i will say that uh I'll want to, to throw one more thing in there before we wrap it up i when who gives ray both lightsabers leia uh luke luke does you're right um when when luke gives her both lightsabers for the rest of the movie after that i'm like please god dual wield lightsabers and fuck some people up like I wanted her to go on a fucking rampage so bad like I wanted her to just be a badass for the rest of the movie just fucking people up because does anyone in any of the movies use two besides Grievous I want to talk about Grievous Mm -hmm. does anyone ever dual wheel two lightsabers yes Anakin in Attack
1: of the Clones briefly he uses Obi-Wan's lightsaber in his own wings fighting against Duke is it dope it was okay and then he got his arm his arm chopped off
0: for the course i was actually waiting for at some I, at some point i was waiting for ray's arm to get chopped off she got lucky she did kind of but not really
1: all things considered things worked out for her mm, she had to kill her grandpa
0: okay and apparently her lover oh fuck we didn't even talk about that what is the kiss to you
1: there was a lot of sexual tension between those two
0: like there's no there's no denying it no i i think and i think that that they tension were, can be derived throughout the trilogy. I, I think you—it may not have always been sexual tension. You
1: see, and that's probably—that's probably why Kylo never actually killed her. It's like, listen, you can you can rule together, and then we can bone. Why not? We can bone. Is that does that mean it was like struggling with anything? It just means that he wanted to get his
0: d. How wet. how powerful would a Skywalker Palpatine offspring be?
1: I think. Super powerful, and at the end, that is exactly what Palpatine would have wanted.
0: Could have happened. It could have fucking happened.
1: It, it could have. We missed out. That's too bad.
0: Um, I didn't need the kiss. I don't hate the kiss.
1: I didn't need the kiss, but the way they were looking at each other as soon as she woke up, I'm like, are these two gonna make out? Yeah. And they did, and so I was like, oh, okay.
0: Ah, uh, they didn't make out. It was just a long, like, kiss. Long <laughs> kiss. Well, uh, but I, I didn't need it. I, there are definitely people who are happy that it happened and i'm happy for you it does i never
1: needed it but literally in that moment they have to do something because this is weird
0: Uh, for me personally i think it would have probably impacted me more if they had that same longing gaze like everyone's like fuck are they gonna kiss right now and then he died like Mm. in her arms i think that would have been much more impactful for me personally like i would have been like oh fuck like and then we just never know. Like, were they in love? Were they gonna kiss? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? Is she pregnant now? Did he just fucking like force a baby into her? Not like in a rapey way, but like a I don't think there I, is I guess there's no I, other I, that's, I, 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 I guess it's only raping. I guess I guess if he force impregnated someone, that's also rapey. Yeah. Um But it, it also like part of me is like I kinda like the Finray, maybe? Who knows? I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. like that always like in the background. When somewhere at the like first half of the movie, when Finn when they're drowning in the quicksand, Mm -hmm. when Finn says to her, "I need to tell you something," and then they never bring it back up. Yeah, do you think it was romantic, or do you think it was something else?
1: Um, I would say romantic.
0: Okay, if you could have it be something else, is there something else you'd want it to be?
1: Not that I can think of.
0: Um, I wouldn't hate if it was him bringing up. That he was force sensitive,
1: which is a cool idea. I don't know why, in the middle of sinking quicksand, he'd be like, "This is the time for me to tell you, hey, by the way, I think I have force powers." When they, I believe they all believe that they were about to die.
0: Uh, I guess that makes sense. Did 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 was that before or after? They're on a ship, and I can't remember if it's the Falcon or the other ship. Mm -hmm. I guess that would tell me if it's before or after. But he's going to her and like saying. Like, trying to talk to her, and she's like, you don't don't know me. Nobody knows me. Uh, I feel like that kind of also hints at, like... Because I feel like that and... Yeah, the love you thing might have been when they were sinking. But I feel like that other interaction was something else. Like, it was like a... It was like a, Ray, nobody gets me. No one knows who I am. I don't even know who I am, or whatever she says.
1: That was on the falcon because that was after she found out that she was palpatine's granddaughter i'm just trying to remember um
0: so oh so then that would have been that would have been after the whole sinking thing yes okay um because i was gonna say that conversation made it feel more like finn actually does understand what you're going through because maybe he's also kind of going through some sort of struggle Mm -hmm. with himself right now yeah um because when he's talking to the, I don't know, the the other ex-stormtrooper, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what the character's name is. Uh,
1: Dom had told me to. It was like Janine or Janine or maybe with the J.
0: Okay, but that character, when mm-hmm. they're on, I believe they're on the Falcon, and they're sitting talking, and they talk about that or whatever, yeah. and he starts bringing up the Force, and he says something like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he says something like, I didn't believe in it either, but like, <laughs> I know it like I know it does. Like yeah. I know this is a thing. That to me is like why why do you know it's a thing? Like are you just having a Han moment where like now you believe it or like do you feel something that yeah.
1: it could go either way although I will I will go say it goes either way only because a this is the third movie in the trilogy and like he's seen some shit like he's yeah. he's yeah, seen the news Yeah, I the guess force. that makes sense. But at the same time I think throughout the film he was having a lot of like very sort of force intuitive moment where he's like Bray's out there or i gotta go get her yeah blah, blah, blah. like i could center it almost seems like he could say that he could center. yeah well but, well
0: it's also there's a moment when i believe they're on the the imperial star ship or whatever mm-hmm. when or no it was before that it's they turn off the fucking thing that's letting them fly the the, the beacon or whatever you know what i'm talking about there's like that their initial plane is we're going to go blow up this fucking mm-hmm. satellite and then they yeah. can't fly and then it turns it off and they reroute it somewhere else Yeah. he's flying towards it he's like oh turn it off he's like it's up there how do you know I just know or something like he, he knew for some reason Oh. maybe it was just intuitive thinking but I like I figured it he...
1: because he was a stormtrooper like he knew what their protocols were or he had like a general idea like how they did oh, things.
0: I, I guess that could be it too alright Mike fuck you ruin my dreams Listen, I just—I'm just, I want, I'm just I want, saying that was
1: my—that was how I took it to mean, like, oh yeah, you probably just could have been they do these things. Could have been
0: that. This is the end of the Skywalker. Oh well, one of the last things I wanted to bring up, scene-wise, was I really liked how they closed out the movie entirely. Like, I liked the very end of the film when she goes to Uncle Ben's house, Luke's house, growing up, or whatever
1: hmm it's 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 luke's house i mean it was you know owen and Baru's place but yes did i say uncle ben yes
0: so when i said uncle ben way earlier i meant uncle owen okay um you should have fucking correct me well
1: that. It, it was i forget what the actual contest was but i thought it was odd for you to bring it up i was like oh, uh, no.
0: i said that there are other people in luke's life that purposely didn't tell him shit mm-hmm and I said Uncle Ben, I met I, Uncle Owen. I don't, but also Uncle Ben didn't fucking I don't him.
1: think Owen, I don't think he actually knew. Knew about Vader? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Alright, anyways. I like that she went there and like that's where those sabers went to bed. Mm-hmm. And I like that she has her own lightsaber for a lot of reasons. I like how that she did that because A, for like the grand scheme of Star Wars, now like A, it's just a like, in my mind it was a good place to like Basically, put Luke and Leia to rest, like to bury them, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, I thought that was a nice little touch, but I do like that that leaves this thing open where in the future of Star Wars, if some other character, for whatever reason, is like... like Those sabers exist, and there's history and and stories and lore behind those sabers where those could come back at some point for some reason. Mm -hmm. I like that thing. And I also love... I I don't know how I'll, I don't know how you feel about it either. How do you feel about her taking the Skywalker name at the end of the movie? I liked that. I enjoyed that thing.
1: I mean, you know, it's fine.
0: Um, and I think that's what gives duality to the name of the movie. Because I think the I again I the more I'm thinking about it, I think this movie is a lot about Kylo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I think the it's the rise of Skywalker, partially because he's becoming a true Skywalker, not a bad person, mm-hmm. but also because I think Ray is taking up the mantle of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, but I love that final shot. I love her BB eight sunset, two sons. Mm-hmm. I I love that. I yeah. thought that was like fucking perfection. Like so amazing. I don't know how you feel about that shot. I don't know if it like that, that, that impact, that shot, got me good mm-hmm. i was like because i'm pretty sure that's how the movie like ends it ends on that shot yeah um that fucked me at bad.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i had any real attachment to it
0: i liked it also the two the two sons kind of look like bb8 too so i was just like i fucking love this scene right now
1: Burn just likes circles because he's essentially just one big circle
0: that is very true i have a very round head um i do want to quickly just throw this in there I liked a lot of the cinematography in this movie, and I felt like some of it wasn't typical Star Wars cinematography, and it worked really well. Like, there was a specific scene where Finn, Poe, and Chewie are running through whatever fucking ship they're on mm-hmm. when, they, when they're trying to find Rey, and, like, the camera is low to the ground and, like, pulling back, yeah. and they're just fucking running forward and just blasting stormtroopers. Like, that was one of those scenes in particular that just fucking got me good, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. That's I enjoyed this film a lot. The one I think about it, I liked it a lot. Fuck, it's a movie about Kylo. Yep. Summing things up, how how do you feel about the end of this? Um.
1: I don't know what their plan is now.
0: I I kind of like that but i also
1: cuz i can't i can't see them you know showing up like all right episode 10 like what do you like is it like 2 years later and like rays like all right time for me to
0: oh so you think they're going to continue ray's story
1: i don't know
0: i want them to selfishly because I, I like ray i like ray's character
1: i don't know if they can do any more of the numbered sequels
0: i think it would be smart for them to somehow signify whatever the future of the series is in a way that like separates it from those nine movies because those nine movies are the skywalker saga Mm -hmm. and i mean it's kind of the same way as to how i guess not really because marvel movies are not numbered I guess, well, the the solo films are, but yeah. outside of that, they're not really numbered. Um, but they're locked into phases, and, and apparently mm-hmm. the Infinity Saga is that first whole yeah. thing. Um, but I do... So I thought I read or saw Daisy say that she was not going to be playing Rey anymore, or that mm. her journey was over. Mm. The way the movie ends, they... Obviously, leave it one hundred percent open to Ray. She has her own lightsaber now. Mm-hmm. She has BB-8, which I don't know why, because it's Poe's thing. It's
1: Poe's. Th- Poe's just giving up all of his shit. He's like, "Oh yeah, you look great in my jacket. You keep this jacket. Hey, you know, you were my droid who apparently, like, based off of like that interaction they had at the beginning of the movie, Force Awakens, like, it seems like they were like, type yeah, bros." And it's like, "I guess you could just hang out with her now."
0: But I mean, Ray and BB-8. All- also have a very strong bond. I mean, they, they were went, on Jakku together. Like they, they, they went was, through a lot of was, movie together.
1: Yeah, they went through a lot of movie t- together. But I was under the impression that, you know, Poe had BB Eight for apparently more than like the two days that he oh. was without
0: him. Oh, you know what though? At the beginning of this movie, BB Eight is with Ray. Hmm. So like it 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 wouldn't be what surprising saying... for BB-8 to go out on like certain adventures with Rey. Yeah, I suppose. And then go back to Poe. Mhm. Um, but Finn, Poe, Chewie, BB-8, Maz, like none of them die, so like they can they can all exist in the Star Wars universe for however long people need them to or want them to. Yeah. I don't think that we're going to see Rey or really any of those characters anytime soon. But I do think at some point Ray will show back up, whether it's a cameo or a very small thing. But I do think she will be back in this in the movies at some point for some reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I like again, I'm I, I like these movies. I like these characters. I guess I like what Rey it comes
1: down to is that I think I'm used to these these films. Being very spaced out, I'm used it, which is weird for me to say because I was not the other space yet. movies. I know. I'm sorry. It's weird for me to say because I was not born when the original trilogy ended. But like, I w- I understand like, hey, you know, what? these movies come out twenty years down the line. Okay, here's another three. Yeah, and then like another fifteen. Well, actually, that was like another ten years. Yeah. Then we do
0: some more. So what I think they'll do is. I mean, I don't know if they do. They have current things I like better, f- like oh, we're supposed to get a new Star Wars movie in twenty twenty three. Like, do we have anything like that? I heard something along the lines of that
1: they were going to pump the brakes, sort of. Maybe I think I read something along those lines. Um, I can
0: and- see them focusing on specific storylines for a little while. Like, I can see them, like, well, they're obviously doing an Obi Wan show. Yes. So, like, they, they got the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. that's doing well they're doing a second season they got the Obi wan show in production i know that is rain johnson still on the hook to do do something
1: else i think so
0: so there's that uh i know kevin feige was tapped to do at least a movie
1: i think he's i don't think he's a director i think he's just tapped to like kind of oversee everything
0: okay so they like they have some stuff. Obviously, there's things that are, that we don't know about that they're probably working mm-hmm. on and, and discussing. But I can see them taking a step back from like numbered or sagas or trilogies and just going with like, hey, you know what? We want to do like, we want to do a Rogue One movie, or we want to do maybe a Solo sequel. Who knows? Uh, I know that Solo didn't do well, and that's why they kind of started to pump the brakes more on Star Wars. Yeah, but there are a lot of people that want a Solo too. Uh, but regardless of that, I think that they'll probably do things like that. Where they'll do just stories that maybe are just unrelated to everything else that's going on. Yeah, they're in the big grand scheme of this universe because they're all in the same fucking universe. But I think they'll probably do that for a little bit and then figure out how exactly they wanna do the next, uh, I guess, series. Whether they go the trilogy route, who knows. Whether they just go, you know, they could just go like a saga route where it's maybe not a maybe it's not three movies, maybe it's not five movies. It's just we're gonna we have a story we're gonna tell, we're gonna do it across X amount of movies, and this will be the blah 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 saga. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's these X amount of movies that cover this saga. Yeah. And then they do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um And if they did do it that way, they could always keep the episode convention and just be like, Oh, this is episode one of the blank saga because mm-hmm. they can differentiate it by saying oh this is episode one Phantom Menace of the Skywalker saga you know what I mean like mm-hmm. they could do it that way I guess but regardless I don't know I do not know
2: yeah
0: Mike this episode went way too long yeah way way too long it's it's cookie
1: you're, you're better off just watching the movie rather than cookie to this.
0: time Uh, can we still go see cats that's the question
1: no damn it no that movie was at <clears throat> 930 it is 10 o'clock.
0: Well, you win some, you lose some. We can go to a matinee tomorrow. I'll come pull you out of bed. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Past Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square. Get yourself a delicious... I'm sorry, one Washington Square or Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're wondering what a fatty is, you can head on down to at Goodnight Fatty. And educate yourself on these super duper tasty treats. Let them know Pass the Controller sent you. Every week they have a rotating three, a set of three different cookies. And in the mornings, if you're looking for something sweet, something savory, or something delightful to perk up your morning, you can go down to their one Washington Square location from seven to from eight to two. And no. even the morning, really. Good morning, fatty. Yeah, it's eight to two.
1: Oh wow, you're not awake that early. Hmm. I, th- I thought they were doing 11 to 2. or
0: Oh, maybe they changed for off October hours? It was definitely 8 to, to Just two. go to their Instagram. It should say the hours. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 8 to 2. Um, and get yourself something sweet, something savory. They have these nice, delicious little pockets. I hate eggs, and I love these things. I had two this morning. Don't at me. What is that? Uh, yeah, 8 to 2. 8 to 2. Um, so, yeah, let, let them know that Pass Controller sent you. Head on down there. Get yourself something... Delicious! You will not be disappointed. You may be disappointed by this show. You will never be disappointed by Knife fatty That that is that is a fucking stamp I can put my name on and be proud. Mm-hmm. um But as always, you can find all of our content at pastcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController and on Twitch at Twitch.tv/passcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, you're a fan of the show, you want to help support the show. Please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us growing the show. It really helps us do what we're trying to do. we would be very, very appreciative if you left us a nice review. And if you go down there, spend the time to go down there, I mean, if you're going to go over there and leave a review, you might as well throw us five stars. I mean, I don't know why you'd take all the time out of your day to, to go over there and not leave a five-star review. But if you are, we'd really appreciate it. You know, But obviously, we want you to to, to leave a, a, a faithful, accurate review. So if it's not five stars... You know, I guess let us know what we can be doing better and we'll do that. Or maybe we won't. I don't know. Maybe that's just not our vision. Who knows? But we really appreciate it if you leave us a review. If you have a few bucks kicking around you want to help support the show, you can go to pastcontroller.io slash shop or pay- pastcontroller.frellas.com and get yourself some swag from Pass the Controller. I'm wearing this hoodie right now. You can get yourself one of these, something different. We get a few different things on there. Or you can go to patreon.com slash pastcontroller and become a patron. Help support the show that way. Uh, but really, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Control Podcast, Episode One Seventy Four, our Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker spoiler cast. You can find me at Room. You can find this guy, underscore mycopath. Or you can find us at Goodnight Fatty, getting some tasty, tasty treats. Thanks again for listening.